On the next Mama's Family, Mama's fixing a holiday feast. Mama's sending you off to Camp Hot Point. <laughs> While Mother Nature rains on her parade. That was just a sonic boom. But it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. Will Mama and company weather the storm? It's more of a mist than a rain. There's thunder and laughter. Well, you on the next Mama's Family. Mama's Family, Saturday night at 7 on TV 21. Sitcom, are ye faithful? A Christmas podcast special Where for the third time I discuss 25 Christmas sitcom episodes Please come and listen Every day up through Christmas I'm sure we'll feature Jeannie The Tanners and Nell Harper Chandler Big Mr. Roper It will be Definitely feature a character who says dynamite. If to ask me two years ago, a month ago, an hour ago, uh, what the theme song to Mama's Family was, I would say I have no recollection at all. And yet, the moment it started playing on my television screen, I was just going, I mean, I was... All in, just like, I, I remembered it. I said, oh my God, I, I can't believe that, you know, this song, which just brings me to a certain place and time in my life, I wouldn't have remembered ever uh, in years and years and years. Folks, welcome back to Sitcom All Ye Faithful, where today, Monday, December 4th, we're here talking about... Mama's family. Mama. Mama. Sorry, I just watched uh, Escape from Planet of the Apes the other day, so that was stuck in my head. Uh, Mama's family. Another spinoff. Really, when you did, I didn't know this as a kid, that this was a spinoff. This mama was a character on a sketch called The Family that was part of the Carol Burnett show. So I'm looking it up. I'm like, oh, Carol Burnett was on Mama's family. You know, she was only on six episodes, but... She actually did uh, have her own movie. So before, well, a TV movie. It was a, it was really like an hour special. I think the whole thing's on YouTube. Bef after Carol Burnett show, before Mama's Family, we had a show. I, th I think it was called Eunice. And the because this the the 
the focus of the sketch was Eunice. Like, Eunice had her family. But I think she was, like, the main player of this. And the TV movie, which just looked like a long sketch. It didn't look like a, an actual movie. Different. It looked like it was shot like a sitcom. Um, but the, mov- the, the, uh, the movie was, I think, a year or two before Mama's Family. And then Mama's Family became a show on regular, uh, regular network television. It went away. And then it came back, I think, like uh, maybe uh, two years or a year later. It took a year off, went into first-run syndication. And I, I never quite understood the, the first-run syndication thing as a kid. I just saw that this show – I knew there were some shows that were on um, you know, regular channels, regular times. And then the other shows that were like – on Saturday afternoon all of a sudden or on the channels like the, the local channels around here, TV 38, Channel 56, the winds W50 uh, where, where the weatherman would be famous because he'd say high pressure. That's only for people in New Hampshire, Merrimack Valley they would not, and Massachusetts that would know Channel 50 WNDS, the winds, which also would play the old Batman television show. Lots of great old TV shows. But that's the type of channel where you'd see a show like Mama's Family or she's the sheriff would show up on, or maybe a future episode, a future episode of Sitcom All You Faithful, another show that I'm not going to talk about here today. But I am just—it just reminded me of the same type of thing. It had certain people in the cast, it went away, then it came back with new people in the cast. Uh, this somewhat, like I think the original series of Mama's Family, uh, Ken Barry had two kids, and then he comes back and he has one kid in, and I think I. I don't remember. I remember there being different kids, and I even rem- I saw it like you know just looking up the show today. But I remember the second kid being like dopier. His name was Bubba, and he was funnier. Uh, but watching it today, I'm thinking, what's the relationship here? Is he Ken Barry's character's son? Is he um, their nephew? And he, but it seems like he's the son and. The wife is the the new wife of Ken Barry, uh, his character, Vint, Vinton, whatever. Um, and then they had, like, the first se- season, I think, had Betty White on it, Rue McClanahan. They went off to Golden Pastures, and the new one um, just had the neighbor next door and the immediate family. That seemed to be the, the regulars that we saw. I think Harvey Corman would show up here and there, and Carol Burnett would show up here and there. Um but anyway, this show, I remember as a kid not realizing that Vicki Lawrence was mama and not realizing that Vicki Lawrence wasn't this old woman. Um, I think she was, she was at least the same age, if not younger than some of the people on the cast is my guess. And she'd pop up every so often and still do a mama. Like a few years ago, she was mama in, in like some sort of a skit or she was like on a, on a TV show, the doctors playing herself, like playing mama. I don't know. And that was like a, a daytime talk show. Uh, but this show, it won't go down as, you know, anything great. It won't go down as some, like, you know, top 50, top 100 sitcoms of the 80s. I don't think so. But I just, it just is very nostalgic to me because I, I remember my family watching it. Uh, I was 10 years old when this episode came out. And I remember there was a certain things. I remember, I think once they went on a vacation and once they went on Family Feud. And the, those type of things always, as a kid, I loved seeing... Um, TV shows where the cast went to outside their norm. 
went, they went on a real TV show, like Family Feud. They went on a, on a trip. I think it was like Hawaii or someplace. So a lot of times if they were ABC, they'd go to Disney World. You didn't realize it was a big commercial for Disney. But it's just certain things like that is what reminded me, is what makes, when I think of Mama's Family, I think of that. And of course, Ken Berry, uh, he, he plays, I, th- I feel like he's most famous for this. But I remember he was also on an episode of The Brady Bunch where he adopted a few kids. And that was going to be a kind of a backdoor pilot becomes a, it's where it's not really a spinoff. It's like all of a sudden there was an episode of a show where they bring these characters in that you've never seen before. And they get a little too much attention. And then all of a sudden there's a new show with those same characters. So it's a weird way of introducing characters. I don't think that show ever happened much. And actually at the same time, um, I realized when I watched those shows, it was probably decades before they were actually on the air. Um, Ken Berry. But what I remember him more than just this, he was in a uh, Herbie Rides Again, which to me, it was like, it was the second Herbie movie uh, after the gold, the, uh, what do they call it? The gold, the gold bug, the love bug. Uh, he And it, they didn't have... What's his name from the first movie? I can't even think of his name. But they brought in Ken Berry for at least one movie. I remember him from that and, of course, from this, Mama's Family. He, so let me set the stage for you. It's Mama. She's this old Southern woman who's a real stick in the mud. She's got this big Southern accent. And uh, she doesn't like anybody. She does not like Vinton's wife. who's obviously his second wife. They're d- his dumb son lives with them. And uh, so it's the four of them living in the house together and uh, the neighborhood next door who I guess is sweet on Vin because every time she makes says something, the wife looks at her like, oh, I'm jealous of you. Uh, and it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. And they're trying to decide what Christmas card to get. And then um, it turns out that Vinton was asked to be Santa Claus down at the mall to get pictures taken with kids. And it's a really dumb premise of actually how everything comes to be. Now, remember, the title of this episode is uh, Mama Santa. So you can kind of see where this is going. So his son wants to get picked, wants to make some money to um, uh, get a gift for his girlfriend. And he's like, well, why don't you come down? They need someone to take pictures of Santa. So it seemed like this mall completely didn't plan ahead at all. They hired a Santa. Like, now we got to find someone to take pictures. Like, you think months in advance they do this. But it's like two days before Christmas, and they're deciding to to finally do this. So they're like, well, what are you going to do? And Benton's like, ho, ho, ho. And ho, ho, ho. He he doesn't. He tries. They, like, do lower. And he actually crouches down lower. Ho, ho, ho. He's like, get out of here. He was not. He had to go practice his ho, ho, ho and how to talk like Santa. He had to practice so much that he lost his voice. Oh, the classic, he lost his voice. Now, the whole family and the neighbor go down to see him and support him at the, and the grandson over at the mall, and he comes up and he lost his voice. Now, I thought they were going to do something where they washed this, the Santa costume and it shrunk, so now it wouldn't fit him and he had to put it on, on Mama. But no, he lost his voice, so they're like, we need Santa here. Oh, no, Santa. All the kids are screaming, Santa's not coming, Santa's not coming. And then um, they're like, well, what are we going to do? Now, honestly... Get Bubba. He's the he's the son. Just say put you you get in the costume, and I'll dress up as the elf. No, 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 no. They don't do that. Instead, their their only solution is to friggin' dress up Mama Vicky Lawrence as Santa. Now, of course, she's the star of the show. That's the way it should be in sitcom reality. In real reality, 
probably just should have got Bubba. Or get go, go to mall management. Seemed like there's no management at the mall here. So Vicky Lawrence comes out. Mama comes out dressed up as Santa. And there was one thing laughing when she was going, ho, 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 ho. And all the kids are grabbing her, pulling her. And then she just snaps and screams at them with her you know, loud southern high, high voice. And that made me chuckle. Uh, you know, I smiled a bunch. It wasn't like it's not. It wasn't where I'm going. This is so funny. This is classic. Nothing like that. It was pretty much, um, you know, very uh, tropey, very you know, like run of the mill, um, formulaic. But it's not always a bad thing when, it, especially in these '80s sitcoms, um, you just got you got the star. You had a moment to shine a little bit. You got to play work with the little kids, and she told one kid, "I'm de-, like this kid looked like." Bob Cratchit, like, like, or Tiny Tim, like she was dressed up. She's like, I want you to get a gift for my, my brother and get t- tools for my daddy who had them stolen off a truck. And I want this fancy doll. And she goes, I'll get you that doll. We don't know. Like, and I was waiting for the mother to go, oh, we've all lost our jobs. And do that trope. And then they're like, well, uh, she goes off and finds the spirit of Christmas. Because what I didn't tell you is she had, she was just not in the Christmas mood this whole, whole entire time. It wasn't until... She started working with these kids and, and being Santa with these kids that she got the Christmas spirit. Uh, but they sh- they could have done something where I can't get that gift and Mama goes and buys it. But that would have added three minutes to the show. Um, they did do one thing where it's, we found out that Vinton's tool company, I think that's his tool company, donated new tools to the daddy. So that could have just been a lie just to get new tools, but it worked. Um but what Mama did do is after this, you know, after being Santa, she came home and bought everyone gifts. She was all excited about all these gifts. But the thing that really bugged her is when they set up this tree, they could not find the old wooden star that her husband had, her late husband, had carved. Their first Christmas, they didn't have money for ornaments. He carved a star out of a piece of wood and she strung uh, cranberries and popcorn around the tree. And he told her, he said, uh, Mama, even though that wasn't her name, he said, uh, Lady, <laughs> I forget her first name, um, no matter what, as long as we have the star, we're going to have a good Christmas. So, of course, they can't find the star. And everybody's, you know, she's very angry about this and very upset. And like, she just, she's just not in the mood. It was very Scrooge-like, but even though we didn't go through a Scrooge thing. Then at the end, they all come home and everyone... Um, is off and now she's in a good mood and she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go put these gifts under the under the tree and what is that? And we look up and she's alone and she looks up and she sees the star on the tree and she's like, then did did, it, did one of you find the star? How, how you know how on earth did you find it? And then she looks at the star. No one is around to answer. And she looks at the star. And she goes, well maybe it wasn't of Earth, uh, Earl or La- or whatever his name was. If this you know could this be from you? And I shit you not. The star starts to glow. And she looks and she's like, well, like, well, it's going to be a wonderful Christmas. The, her dead husband's ghost came. Think about this. Her, 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 her late husband's ghost came, put the star on top of the tree, and then had enough uh, ghostly power to, to have this wooden star glow right in front of Mama. Now, if I saw that, if I was Mama and I saw that and I witnessed that, my entire outlook on the universe would change forever. The next episode, Mama should be just a devout, going to church, praying, just, you know, espousing the world. They should have, 
like people should be driving to her house just to take a look at this wooden star, like they've seen, like they're seeing like a bleeding, uh, uh, you know, statue or or a potato chip that's the shape of Jesus. This like these, this should be the biggest thing in the world. Instead, it glows, and she's like, "Well, I'll be." And then the next episode, she's going to be, you know, uh, uh, a bitch again, <laughs> or at least a curmudgeon again. So. But that's the thing about these certain Christmas episodes, especially with these old sitcoms, is they will add in a little bit of a little bit of magic, a little bit of supernatural, fa- you know, fantasy. They will do that and get away with it because, well, first of all, who cares? It's just a sitcom. But it's the Christmas season. That's the time for for magic, for Santa, for for just um, for the holiday um, Christmas magic. You know, my friend called me the other day. Goes, you have to believe in the spirit of Christmas, and I swear, you, swear to you, he was not being sarcastic in any way. I laughed, and he laughed after he said it. But it was just, it is the way it is. And these TV shows, they did just that. They believed in the spirit of Christmas. I'm trying to think what else happened in this episode that was, you know, is worth talking about. I mean. Some of the kids were, 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 were cute. Like there was a kid who was a real jerk and his mom was a jerk. And she's like, um, you know, I want to, he's like, I want all these toys. He said all these terrible toys. He said he wants an Uzi that shoots water. I had one of those. I want a hand grenade. I want this. He goes, wow, you like, you're really into, um, like you're into adventure, Rambo. And the kid's like, I believe in milit- in the strength of our military or something funny like that. And then he goes, oh, I want an air rifle. And the mom's like, um, no, 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 Santa can't get you an air rifle. You could hurt yourself. And she looks at the kid and goes, well, in that case, I'll make sure you get one. Because, um, you know, Santa doesn't want to hurt this kid. But Mama wants this kid to shoot his eye out, obviously. Um, there were other kids. They were, they were nice. Like, they weren't as bad. And they just, they actually, we saw a snapshot of each of these kids. One girl put her lollipop in Santa's beard. There was a baby, I think, who peed on, on, on Santa, Ma- Mama Santa. Uh, Mama Sita, Mama Santa? Was that, was that kind of like that? Was that? I wonder if that was a play on that. I doubt it, but it just popped in my head. Um, and I mean, I think that's it as far as talking about this episode. Very simple. Um, just, you know, smiles, one laugh, maybe. Um, but you know, nothing where I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm not sitting there going, this is the worst thing in the world. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Just one of those cheesy eighties sitcoms that has a special, like small, special spot in, in my memory, in my childhood, uh, help make me the man I am today. That's not true, but it, 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 it still, um, was um, fun, and I'm glad that I was able to watch uh, this episode and finally put Mama's Mama's place, Mama's family, uh, on my list. Now, this episode uh, of, of Mama's family, and it looks like every episode, maybe, was free to watch on Pluto. Remember Pluto? It's still a thing. I always feel like Pluto gets lost in the shuffle. Now I think of Tubi first, and now I think of Freebie even, which was the Amazon's free one. They're, they put a lot of movies up. Um, but Pluto's still out there. You know, one of these these free commercial-based streamers. Um, this one, I like Tubi better because of the way they do their commercials. Seriously, Tubi will put a little timer in the bottom left corner to let you know how much time is left in the commercial break. Uh, which, you know, I guess is that good for the, for the advertisers because you could get up Run off, you know, get a drink, take a tinkle. Whereas with 
uh, Pluto, you don't quite know. So you're like, maybe I should stick around and you end up watching the commercial more. I don't know. These are the things that go through my head. I'm not sure um, if, you know, either of those is some sort of metric that people can, um, like, if that's something that makes a difference, the timer. And I know it does for me because what I do is also I speed up the commercials with a plug-in on my browser. Shh, don't tell anybody uh, so I can get through them quicker. But, you know, hey, you see one car commercial ten times, you 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 know what it is. And, I, and if you're not in the... Um, you're not in the market for a car, then that commercial is meaningless to you. I don't know what I'm talking about, and I'm talking about streaming commercials. Anyway, here's the point. Mama was Santa. Mama lost the spirit of Christmas. She found the spirit of Christmas, and her husband's ghost um, is is haunting their house. The spirit cannot leave, and the only thing he could do is he could put a star on the tree, and now he's glowing the star. Now she's going, this is wonderful, and he on the other side of reality is like, no, please, please, the, the star, it's, it's a message, I must go, please let me go to heaven, mama, I, I'm trapped, I'm trapped, like, he's a ghost who can't, can't that's, that's, this is what Mama's family becomes, there's a spinoff, in some world, there's a ghost out there of, that made the star glow, but he's like, no, that was, please, br- get a priest and exercise this house and let me rest, please. Exactly. You're going, oh my God, I wasn't expecting an exorcism talk or, or some sort of possession or some sort of haunting, but that's what you get here at Geek Mentality. That's what you get here on Sitcom All You Faithful, and that's what you get when I don't have much to talk about and I still enjoy rambling. So that is it, my friends. I am done I have, I hope everyone has a wonderful Monday and gear up for an even better Tuesday. But you know what's going to be better than that? Wednesday. Thursday, you know, we'll see how you do on Thursday. But Friday, you're going to have a great Friday. And if you play your cards right, I'll be here every step of the way with you. So have a great week, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. You'll hear from me tomorrow. I hope you stick around. I appreciate the fact that you've been here uh, so far every other day. And I expect you to be here tomorrow. Don't let me down. I'll be here. I'll do my part. Will you do yours? That's right. Yep, tough love. That's what I'm saying. All right, that's it. Now I'm going back to being nice. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. You can find me, ready? Twitter, Instagram, threads, Mastodon.social, at Geek Mentality. On Blue Sky, it's Mikey-C. On Facebook, it's fans, not experts. And of course, everything Every episode of Sitcom All You Faithful, every episode of Geek Mentality, every episode of every podcast that I do can be found at fansnotexperts.com. Thank you so much for listening today. And until tomorrow, my friends, because I'll be back here and you better be too. But until then, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode Fast, not experts